0: Oh, I'll have to send you the picture. Actually, yesterday we went for my nephew's third birthday, and Amy made a Spider-Man cake because he's very into Spider-Man right now. There you go. And it was fucking awesome. I will have to, like I said, I don't have the pictures on my phone. It, it was an awesome cake that she decorated.
1: See, it always feel bad like when something looks that good that you have to like eat it then.
0: Yeah, but it's a cake.
1: I guess, yeah, it's made to be eaten, so it fulfilled its duty. Don't
2: deny it its purpose. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I mean, we're going out for the
1: cake that we were forced to eat. Welcome to another episode of Bright Guy and the Super Friends. I'm your host, Brian Labick. Joining me for this episode is Andy Stoles.
2: What's up, p podcast people?
1: And Mike Bradley. Hello. Uh, Mike, I kind of I think your intro, I, I expected more from your intro. You were very dissatisfied <laughs> with last week's intro, or the last time we did an intro.
0: Uh, you know, honestly, I was up pretty goddamn late last night, and I got shit for sleep, so coming up with, like, something fun... I'm still drinking my coffee. You guys can see that. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not intro ready.
1: Uh, Fair enough. See, that's why you get you have to write them down ahead of time, have them queued up and ready. That, to that's go. what I mean. Yeah. Like I,
0: yeah. I, I didn't have that kind of like freedom and willfulness to put that together this morning because I fell asleep on the couch probably around two thirty, and then woke up on the couch at six a.m. and then crawled into bed and slept there for a couple of hours. It it wasn't good. It was not a good night's rest at all and uh Yeah, I think like when I was getting from like I from the couch into bed, I texted you this morning like, "Listen, we're doing this at 10, not 9." And then I just fell asleep.
1: I yeah, I woke up to that text, but I don't I didn't look to see when that text text was sent.
0: Yeah, that was this morning. That was like probably 6:30 to 6:45, something like that, I would <laughs> guess. Okay. And it was just like, yeah, I know I'm going to need more sleep. I'm going to need, you know, the most I can. And we said nine (laughs) or ten, so it was like, fuck it.
1: Yeah. That'll work. Uh, All right. So I think uh, we're all pretty excited about this episode because we can finally talk about The Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. Um, We promised we'd start to cover this when it was released. It's got two episodes out right now that we could dive into. Yeah. Alongside that, I thought it might be a good time just to give our first impressions of Disney Plus after we've hyped that up the last few months. Um, And then we're probably going to wrap up with uh, talking about another Star Wars release for Jedi Fallen Order. Mike's Mike's a lot deeper than I am. I've only probably played it maybe an hour, hour and a half-ish. But, yeah, we'll we'll get into that. So that's a taste of what we've got going on. That's Uh, what I should have done
0: should have plugged myself on twitch with the damn open
1: Son of see bitch. That, there you i'll let you plug it at the end god damn when, it when we're signing off you could always you No, can don't always let do him do it uh, or yeah i missed your opportunity is that yep, how we're gonna run it yeah Want it done. No, it's fine that's all you get <laughs> save it for <laughs> next time um all right so the big one for us this week, I think, is is obviously the Mandalorian. So we'll we'll dive into that one first. This is the John Favreau, Dave Filoni led Star Wars show created exclusively for Disney Plus. Uh, unlike Netflix, Disney Plus releases their episodes weekly. So as of right now, we only have two to talk about. Um, I well, first off, I guess you guys, how do you feel about the weekly episodes? Would you prefer to binge it, or are you good with this?
0: I mean, I like the format personally, but I also I'm like, I, I just want more. But it's like, oh, yeah. you know, like yeah. we're conditioned to that now with Netflix, though. With like, the right. way I feel like it's that they've done that to us. So I'm happy to go back to the old ways of once a week. And it gives us a chance to kind of stay on a schedule and, you know, only have to keep up
2: with one episode a week to be able to put a show together and to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's nice because... Everyone's on the same page. Like, we've all seen the same amount of episodes. With Stranger yeah. Things, it's like, okay, are you on six or are you on seven? Which, yeah. where are you at on that, you know? Yeah. And then when you talk to somebody, you got to remember, like, wait, is this thing I'm going to talk about
0: going to spoil something for them? Was that in episode right. five? Was that in episode seven? I can't remember. Right. And yeah. So definitely I'm okay with it.
1: Yeah. This brings back, like, I, it's it's something I feel like I was missing, but didn't realize it until I was forced to endure it like this weekly release schedule but like the water cooler moments of of you know primetime tv when you couldn't you had to wait the next week to figure out how things conclude and where things go and that gave you talking points and speculation for a full week before you could see what how the story unfolds instead of just be like okay cue up the next one uh roll the next one (laughs) so yeah i think i was i was a little bit wary at first but i i do like it and that maybe I'd like it now just because it's a little bit new and a change of pace. Maybe, you know, after a couple of years, I'll be like, okay, just give me everything at all of it. My, I don't have the patience for this anymore, but I mean, as I, of right now I'm, I'm on board. I think for
0: you specifically, like I I think Andy and I at least have experienced a lot more of that in the meantime than you have because of the walking dead and game of thrones. And like when those were coming out, they were same thing as always weekly releases, yeah, you know, so you're trying to keep up each week with those, just like this. So we
1: weren't completely devoid of it. So maybe, like... Well, it's not like I don't watch network television. I mean, I still watch my CWDC shows, which are all still weekly. Okay. Well, then you're not completely devoid of it. Yeah, I guess that's true, too. It's it's not like I haven't been... Uh, yeah, I guess I was misleading thinking, like, you know, like, I only watch stuff on Netflix where I can binge everything. But I think the The amount of stuff that I was watching on Netflix got me accustomed to that, and now I yeah. haven't, I don't feel like watched enough on Netflix recently. That, yeah, I guess just more traditional TV TV viewing schedule is a little bit better.
2: And like I said, I fresh. think it's it's
1: yeah, it's easier to to catch up with people, even if we fall behind for a week. That still gives us an extra week to catch up on two episodes. I think, which which is easily doable for anybody. Instead of just being like, okay, are you done yet? Because we have to get through all eight or ten episodes before we can even talk about this.
0: Yeah, you, you have 12 hours of homework to do. Go. Yeah. Like Yes. Uh,
1: <laughs> that's a lot more intimidating. Yeah. Um, all right, so I want to throw out at least the, the spoiler warning before we get too deep. But before we jump into spoilers and story details and all that stuff, just I want to get your guys' general first impressions of the show just where I'm treating it more or less like a movie review or something that we've done where I'm assuming someone will listen to this that maybe hasn't dove into the show yet, or just wants to see what we think before getting into specifics. So we'll kind of start there. Um, Andy, what do you think of the of the show? General impressions? Uh, so far the practical
2: effects are awesome. Uh, I'm really digging the music. It's uh, a little different, but awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, did I see that uh, something about Trent Reznor is? Oh, really? Did I? I might. I one of have the missed musical. That. Or was that something else? Was he listed on one of the episodes? I don't know. Maybe it was something else. It might have been something else. But uh, I, I, I did kind of like the guitars and the Star Wars orchestrated stuff, like sorted together, is pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, Pedro Pascal has been sweet so far. Yeah. I mean, just, I like his kind of cockiness to it. And, um, I like how they haven't really exposed much of the story yet. It keeps me, I'm wanting more. Yeah. You know, like I, I am hooked.
1: It's a, yeah, it's a slow burn of a story.
2: Yeah. And it's, it's awesome. That's, that's the kind of thing I want.
1: Uh, Mike, what'd you think? General first impressions?
2: Um,
0: I'd say the only thing I f- like, and this isn't really saying something bad. Like, if I was going to give any negative perspective on this whatsoever, it's that the episodes are not as long as I'd like them to be. Um, but that is just saying that I want more of the content they're providing as yeah. opposed to you know, like I'm not sure if this was meant to be like a two combined episodes. It's like a pilot that like these were meant to be one longer episode um i'm not entirely sure of that because of the way the release went where they had like the tuesday then friday thing and then every friday if they were trying to do that and we're going to get hour-long episodes after this or if we can expect more roughly
1: 35 40 minute episodes um how much I didn't know if I paid attention to the time code. The first episode was about an hour, right? 36 minutes.
2: I was going to say f- it was it was under 40. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah I did not Same with pay same with the second though. one.
0: It was uh fairly short as well. Okay.
2: In that same 35
0: minute range. That's why I felt like it might kind of be like one because a lot of these like hour long shows will have a pilot that runs a little bit longer than the standard episode does. Yeah. And I was wondering if maybe this was like a combined pilot. Or if it was just two actual separate episodes and they're all going to be about this length. Yeah. So. But other than that. I guess we won't know until they're all out there. Right. I mean, I guess we'll find out next week, like Friday. We're going to find out what the length of that is and then we'll know for sure what's going on. But in general, I agree with pretty much everything Andy said. The practical effects, um, the music being different. As opposed to just sampling other Star Wars stuff, is good. I'm still looking and hoping that we get some kind of um, specific, like Mandalorian theme that's very recognizable and right. You know, I mean, like something that we really relate with that character. Um, which to be seen. I don't think we have had that moment yet with the character.
1: Um, I feel like there's a little something in there that I feel like I, I I hear it whenever he's on screen just kind of walking around. I'll have to look again for it then and see if I can spot there it. there's definitely some cues that I know i've I've heard repeated and I guess maybe I have to pay closer attention to when they're being repeated.
0: yeah yeah I'm like you saying that now I'm gonna have to like pay closer attention to it because I've watched each episode a couple of times now and I tried up
2: different things. A quick note. Uh, it is not Trent Reznor. I was thinking of something <laughs> else. Uh, Ludwig Ludwig Goranson who was also the Oscar and Grammy, Grammy winning composer of the Black Panther. Cool.
1: Ah, okay. the nice.
2: Mandalorian composer. I'm down with that. Yeah. He had a couple of really nice tracks in Black Panther. I feel like he has some really recognizable music so that's that's yeah. kind of exciting. And like Mike said, I like that he isn't fault necessarily following the Star Wars already set up music cues you know he's sort of making his own like his I, own sort of path
0: i'm assuming at some point we're going to hear some standard star wars cues in there like yeah. we haven't heard his whole score yet that he created for the series but i'm sure somewhere in there you're going to get that at some point yeah um but it's kind of like what Giacchino did with Rogue One where he took that standard sound but made it his own. Yeah. And I'm hoping we get something like that at some point, but what's going on so far is great. Yeah. Um and the you know like everything uh that's happened th- thus far uh with the story with the show without going into spoilers um I like the mystery of it. Yeah. yeah, I don't know
1: where the fuck this is going, and I love it. Right.
0: Yeah. Because it's taken a completely different direction than I thought this was going to go. I did not, I would never in a million years have thought it's going the direction it's going. Without spoiling right anything, I never would
1: have guessed this is what the idea would be. Um, yeah, I'm thinking, that, like you guys are saying, I think the show looks incredible. Considering it's it's built as a series, so like TV show stuff, but it's a TV show stuff with Disney money behind it, and this right. is what you get. And right. I'm, this makes me even more excited for the Marvel stuff that's coming. Yeah. Um, I I love seeing more detail into the Mandalorian culture, which I don't think we get enough of. So I want to see where that goes. Yeah. Aside from what a few Clone Wars episodes, we don't get a whole lot. Right. And you're not seeing that Mandalore. from the perspective of the Mandalorians. You're seeing it from the perspective of the Jedi uh, or something right, like right, that. So Right. This is cool. Um, the the tone of the show is somehow, I think, like both classic Star Wars and also very unique to Star Wars, which is cool. Um, and even in the first two episodes, each one has some really fucking cool action sequences that oh, oh, yeah, I yeah. was not ready for that I thought were great. Yeah. But yeah, and then like Mike was saying, the story is going somewhere that I could not have predicted, which is what I want from any type of entertainment that I watch. I, I want to be on the edge of my seat and, and surprised. And it's definitely two episodes. in. I'm, I'm even the first episode, the end of the first episode is enough to hook you. If you're just like, what, the, where, where are you going with this?
0: Right. Yeah. I, I definitely think if this was just the Mandalorian going and collecting a bunch of bounties and,
1: I'd, yeah, oh, I'd watch he... it. I don't know if it would hook me enough.
0: Right. It wouldn't be the same kind of quality that you, you would expect this is going to turn into, where it's like, oh, who's he hunting down this episode? Yeah. And it turns into, like, Law and Order, but Bounty Hunter Star Wars style. Right. Dun-dun. Yeah. Which
2: I would still watch. No, yeah, yeah. I would
0: too. <laughs> but don't get me wrong. Like, I'm going to watch that show, but you I'm know glad what? this is not that.
2: Yeah, you know what has been surprising to me is how... Um, situationally funny it is more oh, so yeah. than I thought it would be and I think that Pedro has some really good vocal expressions that made me laugh quite a bit so far uh, yeah. E- even his physical just, comedy just like some size and he's just like ah. <laughs> and I'm like ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because like, you can't, yeah, you can't see his face, obviously. So, like, that's the only way you can sort of tell what's going on.
1: Yep. Behind yeah, the it's mask. all body language and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so I think it's safe to say if you haven't checked this out and you have Disney Plus, definitely check it out. I think oh it's my, definitely yes. worth your time. Yeah. Um, any other spoiler-free stuff you guys want to touch on? I just Nothing? want to get into spoilers, so I'm gonna hold. Okay. <laughs> All right, so this is the time where we're going to throw out the spoiler warning in case you're banking episodes to binge later or haven't got around the show yet. We'll be discussing plot points, spoiler details, uh, so stop listening now. You can come back to us after you've watched at least the first two episodes. That's as far as we are right now. Um, so this is your spoiler, spoiler warning for the beginning of The Mandalorian.
2: Wee-oo, spoiler! Wee-oo, wee spoiler!
1: You know, something like that. All right, guys, we are ready to talk spoilers. The safety is off. Who else got really fucking exciting just seeing a baby Yoda? Oh, my. That was so
2: cool. And one of my favorite scenes so far is Pedro sort of pointing his finger. And then the oh, baby yeah. sort of pointing his finger back. And then the episode ends. And I'm like, oh! Ah! <laughs> yeah. Like, like we said
0: before, they're a little bit shorter than we expected. So I thought there was going to be more to the episode at that point. Mm-hmm. I was like, what's going to happen here? And then it's just like credits. I'm like,
1: yeah. Oh yeah! Cool. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and at least like this how long, long I, have I have to wait? A Ooh, days. I don't.
2: I only have to wait until Friday to see next. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Um. I really dig actually the uh, the end credits. I like how they put like their um their storyboard art.
1: That's like, incredible. Uh, like, it's
2: so cool. Like to see how they planned it and how it actually turned out is like a, it's just slightly different but awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and that's... I love I love getting credit for the team. Like no one thinks about like the design artists and stuff that are pre pre productioning shows like that. Yeah, so they're putting it front and center for you to be like, look, this is where this idea came from.
2: Right. Yep. Um. I mean, I... You... go ahead? What did you guys think of IG Eleven?
0: I didn't know Tycho was going to be voicing IG Eleven. Oh really?
1: I thought that was like that was in press releases and stuff.
0: I yeah. I stayed away from a lot of that with this show. I okay, like I didn't even watch the last couple trailers. Like it was just like ah, I'm gonna like I'm good. Yeah. And uh, so when I heard him voicing it, I was like, that's amazing. And then when they killed the character, I was like, he's they, not necessarily he's dead. a droid. So right. I'm hoping that he comes back because I just want more of Taika's voice acting to show up because yeah. he's so entertaining <laughs> in everything that he does. <laughs>
2: I like how he's <laughs> I like how he's constantly like self-destruct. No, no, no. Yeah.
1: <laughs> self-destruct. No!
2: Kill the baby. Kill the baby.
1: Like I kept thinking of of Forky and Trash. Trash? <laughs> Who? Did you not did you see Toy Story 4? Hell no. Oh, Jesus, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> it,
0: it's um, to me like it I was very impressed with that and Nick Nolte showing up. Yeah. I I didn't know Nick Nolte was a voice actor for the show. And then immediately you recognize he has that voice. You can't mistake.
2: It's kind of gravelly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like there's nobody else like that out there. And that character did that character didn't get a name. Did it? It was.
1: I mean, I didn't look at the credits, so I'm not sure. I I remember them referring to him as anything. Yeah. I I have spoken.
0: Yeah, I have spoken. <laughs> I, I love that little, like, personality quirk that they added to this. Like, he's an Ugnaught, right? Is he supposed to be an Ugnaught, or is he supposed to be... Like, he, he looks See, he almost like, like was, an Ugnaught, but...
1: Yeah, but he's, like, taller.
0: Not as rotund.
1: Yeah. I mean, it could be. If we just basing off of prior Star Wars knowledge of species, then yes, I'd, I'd pin it on that. Yeah, maybe I mean, that's he's the only a,
2: thing I can figure. Maybe he's an Ugnaught. Other species mix.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, we don't even know what planet they're on. So I feel like I, I was even surprised to see Jawas because I do not they're not, like, tattooing. Yeah. I thought Jawas were native to tattooing. Did you guys? Did not. You guys
2: they're space junkers now, I guess. Yeah. Is our, is did the you guys in. laugh? And I almost cheered when I heard the Houdini. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes! Yeah. Yes! <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I started
0: cheering in my, uh, not outwardly. But inwardly, when when the crawler was there, when he like came up over the ridge and they were tearing his ship apart, and the yeah, big crawlers yeah. there, I'm like, oh my god, this is going to be amazing. And then, of course, exactly what you wanted to happen starts happening. When he starts just destroying a bunch of jawless, vaporizing, <laughs> yeah, like poofs of cloth. Not even like no blood, no body parts, just cloth. So you don't even get to see what's inside. The hood or what a Jawa actually looks like under there. It's yeah. just claw. No hints just of anything else. Yeah. Uh-huh. That was awesome. And then their, like, their trading sense of being like, oh, give us the most valuable thing you have. Immediately <laughs> just give me that. No. Well, give me the next valuable thing. No. Well, like They just keep like working down until yeah. somebody says yes. It's like, oh, God. <laughs> Love when Go they get got us. to
1: like Go they get were going the <laughs> yeah get th- and they just repeated the egg for however long that journey was
2: you know what that reminded me of Galaxy Quest Grignac Grignac <laughs> Grignac turn on the translator rock rock <laughs> rock <laughs> and then what they
1: do with the egg
2: it's a rock it doesn't have any vulnerable parts. <laughs> <pops. laughs>
1: You know, this is completely off topic. Well, kind of off topic for Star Wars. Um, the guys at Screen Junkies on YouTube are making a Galaxy Quest documentary about like, oh, the making really? of that movie.
2: Oh man, that had to have been
1: so much fun. And it so I started seeing trailers for it. I, I want to watch it so bad. I don't know how to get it. Like I think they're having like phantom events screenings, but I don't know. It. Like if you don't see it in the theater for this limited screening thing. I don't know where else you buy it or watch it, but goddamn it, I want to see it because I think that'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, I love that movie. <laughs> All right, sorry, great. that was it.
0: I-, I was just going with how disgusting it was what they did with the egg afterwards. Like you're like, oh, what yeah. are you with yeah. this fucking egg? Like it's it's this mystery. Like they're sending him off to get this random egg from this beast. Yeah, and then he comes back and they're like, cut it open and dig your hands in and just grab some yolk. Like, did you
2: guys <laughs> get the feeling that it was like a Cadbury egg there, just like the consistency and the color of it? Uh, now that you say that, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I didn't think of that at the time, but <laughs> I was like, "Oh, Cadbury!" I don't know. And then I was
1: going, "Bark, bark, bark." I kind of want to watch this with Andy now, and I want to see he, what he does. Let's see the real-time <laughs> insights. Yeah, just just be on the couch.
2: <laughs> on the couch with Andy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Spin-off podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: how will disney feel if we turn that into disney plus and chill <laughs> <laughs> oh no your service is being used for
2: something else
1: just to watch andy make chicken noises every other episode
2: <laughs> did you were you guys expecting him to brush the weird hairiness from the egg away to actually reveal some sort of shell because he kept like sort of trying to brush it away and i'm like uh, see, I, wait, didn't think, I, I thought he wait, was is okay, the feeling, egg feeling around trying to hairy? find the egg. <laughs> like, he wasn't
1: sure if that was the egg or not. Yeah.
2: And then I was like, whoa, no, he's not trying to brush things off the egg. The egg is just hairy. Yeah. Or viney or whatever, veiny or whatever you want to call it. Let, let, let's
0: not forget, he may have just, like, committed genocide against a species. We don't know if there's more of those things around. Maybe that's why the was wanted the egg is to eat it, but also to get rid of, like, a nuisance to them. That was the last yeah. one. We're never going to have to deal with it again because it kicked our asses several times or something. And now he just <laughs> he just extincted a species. True. And we, we don't know. But that fight was awesome. Oh, my, the beast. Yeah. Th- there's definitely a part of that we have to talk about. Um, when the baby Yoda uses the force.
1: Uh, yeah. So that was like that's I feel like after the first chapter, you see a baby Yoda. And immediately I'm thinking, okay. So the only other time we've seen the species, which we don't have a name for, Yoda's yeah. species is Yoda's. undocumented in everything. Right. Yeah, it's what Yoda, so,
0: Yaddle, and that's it, right?
1: Yeah. And both of those were Jedi. So yeah, the only time you ever see that species before is Force-sensitive beings. So you you're almost left to assume that Baby Yoda. Is, I just keep saying Baby Yoda because that's our 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 you know our reference point. But
0: until so they give us a name.
1: Yeah. Uh so I was always I just kind of assumed that they were force sensitive and I was like, well that's something they'll they'll maybe touch upon one way or the other, but I don't ex- I didn't expect to see confirmation in episode 2.
0: Right. And not like that, not like this little baby thing just being like, "Oh yeah, I know exactly like yeah, they said it's 50 years old, but it still has the looks and appearance of a baby." Right. right. And it's just like, "Oh yeah, I understand everything that I'm seeing and I'm just going to use the force and lift this giant thing up in the air." Yeah. And I guess judge me by my size. Uh <laughs> yeah. is you know, our mistake there. But
2: And uh when he's wow. repairing his armor um like right after he finds the baby, and the baby crawls out of his little egg thing and like comes up and starts putting his hand on him, I'm like, Oh, he's gonna help him. He's yeah. gonna help him, and then he's like, Oh, put him back in the egg. <laughs> and he comes back out, he's gonna help him. He's gonna No, put him back in the egg. I'm like, No, damn it, help him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Not like that. He just shuts him in after that. Like it's like yeah. he's annoyed <laughs> twice, and he's like, "Just close the damn egg, close this cradle
1: or whatever the hell it is." Yeah, that's that's a that's a big reveal. The force sensitivity stuff. I don't because it's even more questions. Is that I don't know where this is going to go. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I did not expect to be dealing with that side of the Star Wars universe at all. I expected more of a right. swashbuckling smuggling kind of tale.
2: Almost like a Star Wars Western sort of a thing. Yeah. Which is, it's yeah. still there. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: But I just didn't expect them to touch on the Jedi and the Force and things like right. that at all. And yeah. now,
1: obviously, uh, that's the elephant in the room. So do we, so I, I've only watched the episodes once, and I, I kind of want to go back and, and rewatch them again. But the contract that he takes for Baby Yoda. Does that come from Werner Herzog's character, or is he getting that order from someone above him? Like, do we know who the main bad guy of the series is yet? They did uh, not tell us. They, no, like, he but, hands
0: it to him, he
2: gives them the best as like an advance payment. Right. Yeah. But, the, the one scientist seemed to be very, very interested in getting the sample uh, alive. Yeah, yeah, and then okay. when when the Werner Hertzog character said, you know, like it doesn't matter, you can bring it dead as well, and the scientist, said, that's not what we agreed on. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's a, it's definitely the scientist or so, somebody he's working for that's going to be a major right. So I'm there.
2: assuming they are maybe looking to experiment on such a force sensitive being. Is my guess? Force maybe they're trying to
0: figure out what. Yoda's species is maybe they, that, they're like they're yeah. trying to discover because maybe this is like such a rare species that they are born of the force for all we know yeah. you know maybe they're trying to figure out how that happens yeah um that would be the, the type of thing the emperor is looking to figure out that he like one of those questions he doesn't know the answer to kind of and thing.
1: this is as far as we're led to believe at this point in time the emperor's dead,
2: oh I'm sorry, yeah, I'm at the wrong. And we, we are what? My bad. We are be, between Between Last six Jedi and, seven.
1: and... It's, it's like 5-ish years after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Okay. So,
2: we still have 15 years to get to The Force Awakens. Ish.
1: Okay. 20, 25. I think it's a 30-year gap, right? Between. Is it 30? I was thinking it was 20. Yeah. Okay, you're, yeah. you're right.
0: Well, whatever the case it seems like the type of thing that any dark side user would be interested in discovering the right origins of whoever that may be at this time i guess we don't have insight as to who that would be yeah um
1: any do we have any guesses who who it could be like any do you think it'll be a completely new character or someone we know of from something any-
2: I'm expecting a big-time reveal in one of the last two episodes of said mastermind of the contract. So, like, that's where the season kind of ends, is seeing that reveal. Right, that's the cliffhanger. You see the reveal, and the Mandalorian's like, fuck.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if it's somebody we do know, the only assumption can be, like, the origins of Snoke playing out here. I think, I think like if it's somebody we know of. I mean, who else could it be at this point in time?
1: Yes, yeah, see, I I I see, I brought the question up but I don't have an answer. Okay. I I don't know. I mean that's the only thing I, I, I could come even up with. I not know who I is... who I'd predict. I cuz again, I was the the whole factoring in Jedi and Force sensitive beings in this, I was not expecting that. I was just expecting like gangsters and and the underbelly of Star Wars universe type stuff. So right. Yeah. And you have to wonder how someone like that would know about Baby Yoda. Like, how how someone got their information that this baby even exists is interesting to me. The
0: information could be, like, the gangster smuggler line of information, where they... You know, I mean, that's where information's held, is these people know things. But the people who know what to do about it would be the four sensing point.
1: people. Yeah,
0: okay. So, like, I, I feel like the gangsters, like would know that they could make a huge profit off of that baby somehow. They would see it as money. They wouldn't care about the force crap because, I mean, we even see it in, you know, A New Hope when even at that point, Han doesn't even believe it's real. Yeah. So I could easily see it turning into maybe, yeah, the gangsters told them where it is, but this is, they're seeking it out. I don't know what the hell the reason would be. Um, and I can't wait to find out. Yeah. Like, it, it, I can't come up with anything, so I'm assuming new character is looking for it.
1: Yeah, I, th- I feel like it almost wanted a new character, just mainly, I think, just because I don't have any prediction as to who it could be that's the ultimate bad. Like, who, like you know, five years removed from Return of the Jedi, we don't... that That's the time period I want to learn more about of between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens. That gap... Is so unexplored to me that that's the, where the interesting stories are right now. Yeah, I agree. So I don't know who's in play, who's out of play, who's who's worth following. So I'm I'm definitely interested to see what happens.
0: Yeah, and I agree. I would much rather see the rise of a new player in the game as opposed yeah. to
1: an explanation of a player we already have. And you have to wonder too, because I think this series will be mostly. Concluded prior to uh, episode nine.
0: How many episodes is the series? Do we know?
1: I think eight. Eight. Okay. So yeah, it'll be
0: right about the same time then.
1: I thought the release schedule that I'd seen posted online somewhere. um, I wonder if I can try to find it real quick. But I thought there was one episode after uh, the Rise of Skywalker. Okay, so like so, the next to
0: last episode's the same day as Rise of Skywalker releases and then a week after that there's one
1: more. Something yeah. along those lines. Yeah. Let me okay. uh keep keep talking. I'll try to look it up. What did you think of your Carl
2: Weathers cameo? I hope it's
0: um more than just a cameo. I hope we see more of him.
2: Yeah, I was kind of expecting a little bit more from that as well. Like that seems like that's his bounty contact, and I was expecting him to have been through a bunch of bounties in the first couple of episodes. And it turns out he has just—he completed one, and he's on a real, <laughs> a real long one this time. You know? Uh,
0: yeah, that that and like the other thing that surprised me is they played up Gina Carano's presence in this series a lot. And we're two episodes in, and she hasn't appeared.
2: Yeah, we haven't seen her. Um, Yeah. Unless she's the Smith of the Beskar steel. Maybe. Um, But I didn't see her name in the credits. No. That I recall. Uh, The
0: the other interesting cameo that I had no idea was going to happen, it it was Horatio Sands, wasn't it? That was the blue alien at the beginning. Like the very...
2: Was oh, that? that who it was? Yeah, like oh, I, I saw his notice. name in the
0: credits, and I was like, "Who the oh, that's who that
1: had to be," because he definitely wasn't anybody else. <laughs> Did you guys uh, see who the uh, junk speeder driver was? Junk yes, speeder driver yeah, uh, Brian Posehn.
0: Posehn, yeah. Who
1: the big tall Comedian. guy? He's, he's oh like, yes, okay.
0: He he posted all on. I, I want to say he was on Twitter going crazy, like I bought
1: Star Wars. It's official. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And it's like, yep, that's awesome. And then he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you were. That's probably,
1: I, I feel like that's how he would want to go out.
0: Yeah. J- just like, yep, I got paid. And then boom.
1: He immediately said, watch out for the ice. And then he gets eaten <laughs> from something coming through the ice. <laughs> uh, okay. Release schedule. So we have Tuesday, which we got for the first episode, Friday for the second. And then we have Friday, November 22nd, Friday, November 29th, Friday, December 6th, Friday, December 13th wednesday december 18th that's a day before it skywalker right right and then friday december 27th
2: So so to me that
1: means something is happening in chapter seven second to last episode that could have some bearing on rise of skywalker
0: yeah i would i would agree with that they're getting that out before rise of skywalker very intentionally Otherwise, or they're just causing us, like, they would, they did that release schedule intentionally to make us be like, huh, and then it has nothing.
1: Or, or they just know everyone, like, fans of this show are going to go see the movie that weekend, so why add something else, get this out before release, uh, just to...
0: Yeah, I guess
1: so. Maybe just not to overload you, I don't know, that's just... Not to
0: I'm... have their own yeah. show competing with their right. probably biggest movie ever for the Star Wars franchise.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> Not that it matters. I mean people are gonna watch it either way. The episode doesn't go anywhere once it hits the streaming service. So if you don't watch it Friday, you watch it Saturday, so you know, so what? But I agree. It's it, it makes me think that there's something there though. Yeah, that's that's my initial inkling too, if I had to guess.
0: Um But yeah, so so far it it took some interesting turns that I wasn't expecting to see on this show. And like, one of the things I mean by that is like the little, like training to ride one of those weird animals. Yeah. Uh, sequence. Yeah. I didn't expect to see something like that, but then I love that. Like Nick Nolte's, we're going to call it an Ugnaught, The Uggnaut tells them like your species rode mythosaurs. And they're like, it's like, he's such a,
1: that was the second callback to the holiday special in that episode. The holiday special, yeah. What's his face? The the uh the guy that Mike was talking about that uh, Horatio Sands might have been is talks about Life Day. Yeah, yeah. He
0: talks about wanting to be around for Life Day or something like that. Can't is remember that the, exactly wo- what he says. The weird
2: Wookie
1: holiday That's, special thing. Yeah, or? yeah. yeah. Wookie Life Day. And then Boba Fett was introduced in the holiday special, riding some sort of creature which i'm guessing is the creature that nick nolte's character was referring to as riding the great mythosaur well he yeah like he said like he, he wasn't referring to the holiday
0: special specifically because he said like millennia ago or something like that or like long long ago your you know your people rode the mythosaur but it's still the it's still a reference to it but it was. I mean, that's uh, still the
1: beast that he was riding in the in the special, right? That's that's what I took it as, anyway. Yeah, I just Is mean that...
0: like that. The, the Ughnot character was throwing it back a lot further in time. Ah, in right, his right. Reference. yeah. Um, that to me was interesting. Um, and it, it, like watching the Mandalorian fight. The Ugnots, or not the Ugnots, the Jawas on the the crawler, like that whole scene, it had a very Indiana Jones feel, uh, like uh, yeah. Last, you know, like Last Crusade, um, and like the comedy of it, like he goes through all that to get on top, and then they're just all up there waiting with the shock pistols, yeah, just like <laughs> nope, <laughs> and that was just awesome, and. Yeah, like, I can't say enough good about what they have done so far. It has a very felony feel to it. Yeah. I will say, like, Jon Favreau has his own thing going on, but, like, the base story of, like, finding the baby and all that, like, everything going on here has a very felony feel.
1: It reminds me a lot, too, of the uh, the Clone Wars movie, animated movie, of them would, getting the... Jabba the Hutt's kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did think of that at at that time. Um... Did you guys catch too? I, I saw this on the internet, I missed it, and I, I went back and actually just looked at that part to see if it, if I couldn't tell if, anymore I feel like people talk about stuff on the internet, you see an image that someone posted on the internet and they're like, is that doctored or is that the actual image? So I had to go back and double check what they're talking about. Supposedly, someone that, and I don't want to say it is, because maybe it's just someone that looks similar, but Boba Fett might be in chapter one. Really? Did did anyone see him?
0: I, I feel like I noticed a maybe. But, I mean, it's a bunch of
1: Mandalorians walking around. Like, they're talking in. So, I'm sending you both a screenshot that I, I took. I screenshotted that from the episode. So, for anyone at home or listening to this, if you watch Chapter 1 and go to time code 1831. Yeah. As he's walking through. When he's going to get his armor, he's walking through the Mandalorian place. Oh! Breaking uh, the screen, there is a bounty hunter that looks his direction, and then it cuts away before he goes. And the the color scheme is very similar to Boba Fett. Oh, it is.
0: I feel like that's kind of the same thing that I recalled seeing. It, it, that's in like the Mandalorian.
1: Yes, right like, before he
0: gets his shoulder piece. Yeah, like whatever you want to call that. I don't like base, fortress, guild. Yeah, something. So there's a
1: lot of Mandalorians running around in there. So it's easy just to be like, oh, it's another one. But if you really look at the color scheme, it is very, very similar to Boba Fett.
2: Yeah. Ah. This is
1: important because if it is him, this is canon now. And He's out of the Sarlacc.
0: Yeah.
2: He
1: managed he to
0: escape the Sarlacc pit.
1: We don't know how.
0: Maybe we find out someday. But if that's the case, that would be awesome.
1: But I think this would also put, the, put to bed the rumors that the Mandalorian is Boba Fett.
0: Yeah, I don't like those rumors. I don't want that to be the case. I don't right. I, I want this to be its own character. Let it be its I agree. own thing.
1: So, we will see if they uh, we'll have to see if that's just a fun easter egg someone put in there or if they're going to cross paths somewhere later down the line.
2: Ah, uh, taking the same contract or something. Have to sort Could of be. try to one up each other. Yeah. Maybe
0: Boba ends, oh, that would be awesome. Like Boba ends up being the villain.
1: Oh, that would be kind of cool. Like
0: and he's trying to steal the baby off of him constantly and
1: hounds him. Yeah, because you, you're, yeah, because I guess you don't really know if Boba Fett gives a shit if he kills him or li- makes him live, lets him live, right? So yeah, we'll see if if that pans out in anything. I'm I'm curious to see if that, like I said, if that's just an Easter egg or if that's a foreshadowing of like, hey, you see this guy, he's gonna show up later. Um, I think that's kind of all I've got. I think we've we've gushed about it enough. I don't have anything else that I need to want to point out or I don't have any other spec again. I'm, I'm just curious to see where it goes. I don't have much speculation or predictions really.
2: So let me ask you guys a question. Do you think we will see the Mandalorian without his helmet at any point? I
1: want to say, I, I personally don't want to see his face at all. I think it's fine. Just leaving him in a helmet, but I feel like eventually we're we are going to get his face.
0: Yeah. I feel like there's going to be a big moment at some point where the helmet comes off and you know like maybe with family with something like that we get we got a
2: couple of flashbacks of him being taken away in some sort of violent
1: whatever it looked like he was just a kid being there's battle droids in the background like clone wars era battle droids in there siege of mandalore maybe so, and the fact that he seems to hate droids, there's there's something there. Right, yeah. But I I think the, the only way I feel like a helmet reveal, like a face reveal does anything is if you recognize the guy underneath. If the helmet comes off and it's just Pedro Pascal and you're like, oh, okay, a new character, I don't feel like you're going to give a shit. That's a good point. So it's I think it's fine to just leave him faceless and just have the helmet on the whole time. Now if you take the helmet off and it's Tonway Morrison from <laughs> you know Clone Wars era stuff, then you're like what the fuck? <laughs> That's a reveal.
0: Yeah, that would be interesting to say the least. Um I think like I said I think at some point in some Moment, it's going to happen. Maybe against his will. Yeah. Maybe somebody takes it off of him. Yeah. And they recognize him. Maybe the audience doesn't, but then
1: they okay. do. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That way. If they're gonna do that, I'd buy that. I'd be fine with that. Um, just to remove his helmet, just for the sake of removing his helmet. I don't. I don't want to see it. Yeah,
0: like him walking into his own home and like setting it
1: on the shelf or something.
0: You know, yeah, because don't he's that. in
1: his ship. He's driving, flying himself around, and he's not taking his helmet off. So yeah, if you don't feel at home alone in your ship enough to take your armor off, then I don't want to see his armor off. Yeah. Uh,
0: the only other thing I would mention is how fucking cool is his rifle?
2: Oh, yeah. like it's that like a, awesome. It's like
0: a shock staff at the same
1: time as being a sniper rifle. That's one of those things I feel like. Like, going back to the holiday special, that was what was on Boba Fett's back in the holiday special in his animated form. That was the weapon that I felt like should have carried some weight and just looked like a stupid fucking design. So I'm glad they made it, like, actually do something cool.
0: Yeah. It, it the the functionality, all that. And it, the other thing I'd say is I love that they're finally talking about Beskar in, oh, yeah. like, actual canon. Because I don't think yeah. we ever get that in the Clone Wars, or like they may mention it briefly or something. But this is actually telling us why the Mandalorians were Jedi
1: killers. That's their armor being Beskar is why they were Jedi killers. And from yeah. what I'm gathering, too, and maybe correct me if I'm wrong, Mike, um, the the Beskar is what basically Mandalore mines, right? That was like their it, it basically the 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 Beskar is from the planet and they consider it theirs and I think the way it happened was like when the Empire took over they invaded Mandalore and they started taking all that from them is that why they're trying to get it back um perhaps like it it depends on
0: which story we're going with here because at one time I remember I'm trying to remember where this came from it might have been Tarkin the novel Tarkin and him talking about Beskar, I, I. But it was something that even on Mandalore, it wasn't that common. It was it was fairly rare, and they had enough to like forge armor for their own troops, but like yeah. for it to be a commodity, they would not trade it off world. Um, it would be insanely Cause... valuable because of its qualities but they wouldn't cuz the
1: pc gets has the imperial symbol on it, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, like they were yeah, they were obviously taking it.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: But what I don't know is like it's obviously very rare and valuable to mandalorians, but how rare in the galaxy it is cuz it kind of has to be pretty rare otherwise the jedi wouldn't have been as much of a threat as they were. Yeah. Once because um for listeners who may not know, Beskar is resistant to even a lightsaber. Um, that was the original canon on the material is that that's why Mandalorians made their armor out of it they were semi-neutral during the Sith and Jedi Wars but they if they were fighting they needed either side they were fighting they needed to be resistant to a lightsaber um, and that's how again they became known as Jedi killers because the Jedi used lightsabers and you couldn't cut through Beskar with a lightsaber so they could fight them on equal terms, I guess you could say. It, I think it's important for it to remain rare.
1: Yeah, that's why I thought it was basically just Mandalore had all that stuff.
0: Yeah, like it, it only existed on Mandalore. You're right about that. I, I just mean like I think like even on the planet itself, it was not like not like mining or or iron here. Okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, it was more like
1: mining gold here. Right. Okay. Yeah, I'm just trying to to get the the uh, feel for the symbolism and why that why that one piece that he gets is so important for them.
0: Well, like, I feel like like the offer is for more than just that one.
1: Oh yeah, that was that's right. That but they go through like a whole just ceremony a, yeah. just for one piece.
0: Yeah, like well, he's getting. I feel like we're gonna watch him as the series progresses, rebuild an entire armor set out of yeah. Beskar. Like we're gonna see him acquire more and more Beskar armor and perhaps the end of the season kind of like like Daredevil season 1 on Netflix where at the end of the season we finally see him in the full like Daredevil right. get up we may get like that yeah. money shot of the Mandalorian in full beskar armor.
1: Yeah, here's hoping. Yeah. For his sake, too. Yeah. Uh all right, last call for Mandalorian stuff. Nothing. All right. Uh so we will try to keep up with this if not weekly hopefully every other week just check in and see what's going on with the episodes and talk about where we're at and what we think uh so look forward to that um and as i mentioned top of the show since this is on disney plus i figured let you know get enough time as any to just sort of talk about how we've used the service and what we think um i mean for the months leading up to disney plus we talked about all the content that would be there what the service would cost I think we all spoke very highly of it before it was released. So, you know, what are your... We'll start with Mike. What are your your first impressions? Does it live up to the hype? Well, I mean, the hype...
0: Like, yes, to me, like, all the content is there that we expected. The Mandalorian's awesome. We've got a lot more shows coming to really fulfill that hype. Yeah. I think when those arrive and start rolling in more frequently, it'll start living up to even more of it. Um, my biggest issue on the first day was figuring out what the fuck to watch. It was sensory overload. There's yeah. so much there. Yep. And it was like, I found myself bouncing around. It was like, I watched the the Mandalorian. Like I stayed up for the midnight kind of release on that. And I watched that right at midnight next day, get up and I'm like checking it out. And I'm like, okay, I, wa- I was like, I'm going to rewatch the clone wars. And I watched an episode or two. And then I was like, but wait, I can watch old Simpsons episodes. And I watched an episode or two and I'm skipping around all over the fucking place. And I like... It's like fucking with my ADD where I'm just, to- I, I have to just pick something and stick to it and finish it instead of just hopping around. Because I think the first day it was like Mandalorian, Clone Wars, The Simpsons. I wa- watched the animated Aladdin. um, And Man, you were everywhere. Yeah. Like it just, it was going all over the place. um. But yeah, it, it there, there's a lot of content there. I want to watch the live action Lady and the Tramp they made. Um, I've not got around to that yet. It's yeah. really the only other. Well, I guess not the only other original content because they do have the Marvel like documentary series stuff. Um, that I have not yet checked out. They have like what the one new series about expanding the universe. I don't right, think that's Marvel. a series. There was another episode of it released this week.
1: Oh, was not Okay, then yeah. i watched the first episode. I thought it was just the first episode was literally like going through their Comic Con and D twenty three announcements for what was coming to the series.
0: Yeah, what what they did, um they announced they like they put out a Twitter post with all the new episodes that released Friday. And I thought yeah. it was just one thing too, and they said like episode two's there for that. Okay. So
1: Alright, um, I'll have to dive back in then.
0: The other one I watched was to the the world according to Jeff Goldblum. Um, I have not watched that one the, yet. the first episode of that was definitely interesting. It wasn't what I was expecting. I thought it was going to be like him like narrating a nature series because it was for National Geographic. Yeah. But the first episode was him exploring the world of collectible sneakers. Um <laughs> it, it's awesome to watch him interact with these people. Um Yeah, I like I'm I got to watch the second episode of that. Haven't got to that yet either.
1: Yeah, but uh, how long is that one? Half hour, twenty minutes? I think that was like forty five minutes.
0: Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, like, that was like a full, fledged like Jeff Goldblum walking around talking to people documentary about that. Okay. Kind of.
1: All right. Cool.
0: Uh, hobby, I guess, is what you would yeah. call it. Um, but yeah, like it, there's just so much to watch. Uh, so far this the service. I know it had it hiccups on day one. i really, which was expected. Well, yeah, like. Disney could never have been prepared like they, they even said like even what Disney projected was way under what they actually got on numbers for subscriptions which yeah. at that price I don't know how they could have not anticipated an insane number like I, I think when we first started talking about Disney plus my fear was that it was going to be so goddamn expensive that it was ridiculous and oh, right. they went, like, the opposite direction of, it's so damn cheap, you're crazy not to do it. Yeah. Um. Like, I was just talking, like I told you guys earlier, about the Spider-Man cake, my three-year-old nephew. My sister-in-law and her husband were asking me about Disney Plus and whether they should get it. I'm like, you have a three-year-old, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> this is $7 a month. Yeah. Like, you have a three-year-old. There is for hours
1: worth of just stick him in front of the TV and just let him watch stuff and yeah. leave you alone for a
0: while. There is years worth of entertainment, and and she's pregnant with another baby, so so she's got a we got a three year old and another one on the way. Disney yeah. Plus is your fucking wheelhouse if you have yeah. little kids. As an adult, it's my wheelhouse too. But if you've got kids, it's there's so much more there if you have a kid than there is if you just yeah, have for adults. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I I love it. Um, enjoying it and plan to keep on sticking with it. So,
1: uh, Andy, what have you watched or gotten into so far?
2: So the first day I downloaded it, I watched the first episode of the '90s X-Men cartoon.
1: <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, buddy, Long That's live more awesome. Yeah,
0: <laughs> add that to the list of things I watched too. I remember that now. Yeah, <laughs> I did that too, and, and Spider-Man.
2: Um, sorry. Then I watched uh, both episodes of The Mandalorian. I watched uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Mm. <laughs> uh, it's, it's fucking badass. Um, and then uh, I've been catching up with uh, Star Wars Rebels with uh, with my brother. I've uh, been re-watching the first two seasons with him. And then we're going to both watch, be watching the third season for the first time at, at some point. Um. The drawbacks that I've found, uh, it doesn't seem to remember what episodes I have left off at on things. Yeah, I was going to bring that up, which is irritating. Yeah. Uh, also, it doesn't have a recently watched category that it like Netflix sort of has. Like a, you can just go to like a, hey, what have you been watching? You have to actually go find everything again unless you put it on your list. I'm right. not fond of that either. Um other than that, like I do like uh how the um the UI is like user interface, I think is really right, is, right. it's 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 crisp, it's clean, I think it's easy to navigate. I just think they need to have like a recently watched thing and also to update like I should just be able to click on Star Wars Rebels. And just pick up where it is. I don't have. To, I, I, I. Right now, I have to like remember what the last one I watched was, and then go find it. Yeah. And that to me is irritating. Yeah.
0: Uh, I. I think adding to that, the thing I noticed is day one before they started having a lot of problems, the autoplay function was working. And yesterday, I was watching Clone Wars again, and the autoplay function was not working. So I had to manually go in and like press like wait f- for it to end or press back and like go in and like select the next episode and choose it again. Okay. Um, so hopefully they get that fixed up cause autoplay is nice when you're watching a bunch of short episodes. Uh, like yeah. some of the series are. I just wanted to get that
2: in there while you were talking about the functionality of some of the <laughs> features. Um, I found that, uh, like I'm sort of sharing Disney plus with my brother since I'm living with him and, uh, I found that it was easy to set up a profile for him um he's already been watching a shit ton of stuff too uh i came upstairs the one day and uh it was right during the scene in a phantom menace when uh qui-gon had just gone down and obi-wan was fighting darth maul you know and i was like yes (laughs) yeah that's (laughs) something you don't keep looking for you You stop right there and you're like the other day i came upstairs and he was watching the simpsons you know i'm like this is (laughs) he i think he's really liking it as well so
1: yeah uh yeah i haven't dove into a lot of different stuff i did mandalorian i did um that first episode. i guess it's the first episode of that expanding the universe thing for marvel um I'm trying to think what else i started i didn't finish and this is where I, I sort of stumbled upon what Andy was talking about where you can't find recently watched stuff or where you left off. Cause I got halfway through something and now I have to like go through the list and try to track it down every time I want to come back to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was the, um, Imagineers, mm. uh, thing series, I think, which uh, it's, it's listed as like a docu series. So I don't know if there's going to be other episodes, but the first episode was like an hour, hour 20 or something like that. But about like how Walt Disney came up with the idea for Disneyland and, how they got to create some of the rides and attractions and stuff like that. Okay. And just the history of the park kind of. So if it's a docu-series, I don't know what other episodes is going to be or where that leads. I only got about halfway through it, but I found that very interesting. Um, I was at my sister's place uh, Friday night and her daughter, my niece, for whatever reason, picked Darkwing Duck to watch. Yes. So I was watching some Dark Duck, which was fantastic. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Um I think that's about all I've touched on so far with it. But I, I usually have the same feeling like Mike does, is I look at the list like, oh, that looks good. Oh, that looks good. I can't decide what to watch. Yeah,
2: and you know what? So far I have the only thing I have on my little wish list thing is um the Mandalorian. Um, yeah. because there's so much that I want to watch. I feel like my wish list will just be Disney fucking plus, like totally, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so like, I, I haven't added anything to it cause there's, there's nothing that seems to be like outweighing anything else. Right. You know, yeah, my I, desire I, to watch it all is all of it, <laughs> yeah. you know? So
0: I think it's touching on like how much I have used this service since then and how much free time I have. Uh, to say that I'm like remembering more and more things that I've watched because I like since it launched like um Amy and I watched Frozen for the first time. Um, oh
1: really? You've never seen Frozen before?
0: No I hadn't. We talked about that before. I had just not seen it. Um
1: So what, okay real quick what do you think of Frozen?
0: I thought it was good. Um I think that the hype on it was a little bit overplayed. I get um, that
1: now. Yeah years removed. Yeah. Olaf uh...
0: is hilarious. I-, I love Josh Gad <laughs> and just about everything he does and he was. Fucking perfect as Olaf. Um, yeah. The, the reindeer, was it Gustav? Uh, Sven. Sven. Sven the reindeer was also hilarious. Um, the story, good story, good moral. Um, I like that they didn't take the romance solves everything role and that it was sisterhood that saved it at the end. That was good. Yeah. Um, But again, I feel like it was hyped way too much. Um, Biggest
1: question for you, Mike, after Frozen. Do you want to build a snowman?
0: I've never wanted to build a snowman. <laughs> That's not changing. Um, But also, like, the the first day, the other thing that I remembered is, like, I also watched Tron and uh, Tron Legacy first day. Like, it was like, oh, and, yeah. like, that was something that just, I was like, yeah, you know what? I could fucking watch Tron.
2: You know what? I saw that there's a Tron animated series on there as well that I'd like to try and...
1: And I think I knew that existed, but I never watched it. Right, right. Because it was on
2: Disney XD, and I never got Disney XD, which was the one that was preventing me from watching Rebels.
1: Yeah. So, uh,
0: and I think one of the interesting things I found with Tron Legacy, watching it, uh, again, for the first time in several years, um, is, like, we see now how good a job they did with Tarkin and Leia in Rogue One, like, like de-aging them and recreating yeah. Um. And seeing the abomination that was Jeff Bridges at the beginning of that movie, it's you know I for the time I think everybody maybe it's wants good, to but
1: yeah I think everyone wants to shit on that now. But ten, that was what ten years ago, yeah, or something like that. So considering the leaps that technology takes, like I give them the credit for having the balls to try that. It didn't. Right. It didn't look great then, but it was still one of the first attempts that someone has to do it to lay the groundwork for what comes next. And right. And. I, I give props to that movie. Yeah,
0: I think that's where I was going to come from with that, was that you can see the progress being made. They took yeah. that leap, and you can see how far we've come already, and that probably 10 years from now, we're going to look back at the way Leia looked and say, can you believe that looked good then? Right. And then we'll realize, like, holy shit, look at what they can do 10 years from now. So I'm. it made me kind of like...
1: Even talking about it now, it's like looking forward to what they're able to do with that in the future. Um, I don't know what like how Disney tracks numbers and viewings and, and stuff like that and how closely they're paying attention to that, but for the love of God, everyone just rewatched Tron Legacy over and over and over. <laughs> so again. we can, so get, we a can get a sequel third movie. Yes,
2: please.
0: <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good
2: point. Even the PS3 Tron Legacy game was pretty good. I, I don't think I ever played that. Neither did I. It was pretty good. I liked it.
1: Hmm. I, just more Tron, more Daft Punk soundtrack. Yes. Everything. Yes. All of it. Give me.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that would be fantastic. And, I mean, the old one, for what I'll say, like the original Tron, still holds up. You know, Okay. Like it, it, it's it's not, been a while
1: since I watched that one, too.
0: It's not the greatest, but for what they're trying to do there, still holds up. It was still entertaining. Yeah. You know, like it, it looks very cheesy at the end, of course, um, <laughs> you know, but it holds off. And I think our the only other thing we have, like a definite plan that we are watching probably tomorrow night, because I think today we're going to see Jojo Rabbit. So I'm thinking tomorrow night we're going to hop in and watch Willow.
2: Um, oh, I forgot that was on there. Yeah. Well, that that's on Disney Plus, we... really? Yeah. I guess it is Lucasfilm.
0: So we're hopping into that. It's one we've talked about like immediately when it launched that we just haven't watched it yet. Cause right, right. I think the only thing we've watched together was Frozen because we've been kind of like trying to get our schedules meshed up where we have enough time to sit and watch a movie. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's probably tomorrow night. Going to rewatch Willow. It's been a long time.
1: So nice. looking forward to that. Uh, one thing maybe I'll point out to you guys, I don't know if you if you caught it, and it's just something that I noticed that I actually kind of appreciate for the service. So there's stuff that might not be listed. Uh, so like, if you, for instance, you go to Star Wars and you go through their movie list and it lists the episodes, Rogue One. Um, you don't see Last Jedi. You don't see Solo. Right. But if you browse movie titles A to Z, Solo's listed. Now, if you click Solo brings you to the page and then it says there's a notification there that says due to existing agreements this title will not be available until July 9th, 2020, but you can add it to your wish list now. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. So they are flat out telling you we have this movie, but it won't we can't show it to you yet, but it will be available on this date. Add it to your wish list, you can watch it when it's there.
0: Yeah, that's the we have it's on Netflix.
1: That's like yeah. So, yeah
2: like, that's like pre-ordering. it. That's kind of cool.
1: Right. Because I remember I had seen, like, leading up to this, that people were going through the list of stuff that was announced. There, and then, of course, you get all those websites that are like, here's all the crap that's not on Disney+. Plus. And I feel like one that I feel like i seen on a lot of lists was Sky High. If anyone remembers that movie with Kurt Russell. Oh, yeah, yeah. with uh, Yeah. Where he's the and I'm browsing the movie list and Sky High is there and I'm like what the fuck I thought this wasn't here and then I clicked on it and I got the notification that said it you know due to other agreements this won't be available until such and such date so it's it's getting there but it's not there yet okay so I I just thought that was a little bit more transparency from Disney which I appreciate
2: so uh, I one other thing about Disney Plus that I I read. I read, and then um, I, I'm assuming it's because it's probably more mature content. But since Disney owns Fox, and I saw The Simpsons, I was I, I sort of got giddy because I'm like, oh, Archer is on Fox or FX mm. Networks, which is Fox, FX, you know. Yeah. But I guess FX Networks is going to be on Hulu, so it was a little, yeah. A little uh, okay. I, I saw, I thought I saw something about Bob Iger
1: saying that FX Networks is going to
2: be fully on Hulu, and I'm assuming that's which? because of the mature content.
1: Yeah, which I guess makes sense because they own most of Hulu too, right? So they can they can do that kind of thing. Uh, but the other I thing, oh, got go on, excited sorry. when I saw The Simpsons, and I
2: immediately went to Fox FX Archer Animation. <laughs> and...
1: I had I had a Damn similar it. thought that I put on Twitter <laughs> that was thinking about Fox Animation and like the cartoons and stuff they put on there. I was like, wait, who owns the Tick? Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Wasn't hmm. that Fox animation? Like I remember that being on Fox, like Saturday afternoon. So I don't know if it was Fox that owned it, but God damn it, give me the animated tick cartoon. Yeah, like, I guess, on there. Yes. I would watch the crap out of that. The,
0: the other one, in terms of like that, that's missing for me is Futurama. Oh yeah, yeah. to see yeah. that on there. I um, mean, that's definitely something that's not mature content that can be on Disney Plus. Like it's
1: it's, and it's maybe all this is all stuff that we're talking about that could hit eventually. Yeah, we yeah. just don't know that right. yet.
0: Yeah. Uh, but the thing I was going to say in mentioning things that you may not notice about Disney+, Plus, and Brian, I don't know how much you noticed or not, but if you go on to any of the Star Wars movies,
1: mm-hmm. it
0: doesn't just have the movie. It has the extra content. So, I don't think I did. I didn't dive that far really? in there. So if you go over, like instead, like it'll have like the standard movie page, you can click over and you can actually watch like the behind-the-scenes stuff, and the making of, and all that stuff that would be like the extras on a Blu-ray. At least right, for right. Star Wars movies. I didn't check on other movies. Um, I guess I should check the Marvel movies, see if they're there, too. Uh, but on Star Wars, those things are there. Now, is it all of that stuff? I honestly don't know. I'd have to match it up with one of the old DVDs I
1: have, because... I think I can tell you right now it is not all of it. Okay, so... I am just happened to pull it up. I'm looking at Empire... And the extras tab shows the trailer and a bunch of deleted scenes. And that's it. Oh, really? Yeah. I think I, the one what I looked at was New then? Hope.
0: but Well, it did, like the making of and stuff like that. Oh, I okay. But, like right, the documentary yeah. type
2: stuff. I gotcha.
0: Well, not that Disney's ever going to hear this, but that would be nice for them to add then if the making of stuff isn't there for all of it. Add
1: it. Well, I think that's something that sets apart the home video release, the physical copy. I think they still want people to buy those. And if that's the only place to get stuff like that, I think that's a selling point for the physical copies well, I mean, of stuff. They, they put it on their digital copies when you buy the digital plus edition that costs the same amount as the normal edition. But again, you're still paying for that version. It's not part of the service. You are paying whatever for that digital version. They they still want to get revenue from from home video releases like that. So I I get that. Yeah. I would I would have been really surprised if all that stuff was on here because that would push me to not buy as many movies. I mean, they put on
0: the uh the big documentary, the long one.
1: Right. And that that I appreciate cuz that, you know, that's exclusive to the old DVD package trilogy that you probably can't even find anymore. That
0: turned up somewhere recently. I watched that recently. It turned up mm-hmm. somewhere else.
1: Okay, that might have been on that, Netflix that's a fantastic or Hulu documentary. or something. I like love that. that thing.
0: But I like—I had watched. It was just a few months ago that I watched, so I didn't watch it with like the release or anything, because it was just a few months ago that I last watched it. But it, yeah. it was on one of the other services.
1: Yeah that that Empire of Dreams documentary for anyone that that wants to learn how Star Wars was created that's a very good place to go. That that gives you a lot of the making of and how George Lucas started Star Wars and all that stuff. It's it's really interesting. Of course, that was pre that was pre Disney sale. I think probably when that came out, so it probably yeah, that makes was like... no mention of sequel trilogy or anything. They're just talking about the prequels and original trilogy. But I remember that focusing. Or no, most... not even. Yeah, it's not, just not even the original. The... Yeah, sorry. That's, That's like right. four it... that was made. I think. Yeah, it is just the OG trilogy. Sorry. So yeah, moral of the story: There's a shit ton of stuff on here to play with. Yep. We will we will all be distracted for for years. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, any last thoughts for Disney Plus? I think that's that's all I got for that one. Nope. Nothing. Yeah, nothing for me. All righty. All right. We'll tie it off with the last uh, Star Wars release we had, which was for Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, this is Respawn Entertainment's video game that's been years in the making. They've used it for about a year, I think, now. It takes place between episodes three and four. You play as a Jedi survivor who survived Order 66. Been in hiding until you're discovered. This adventure kicks off, and that's about where we're at. Uh, now, I think, I can't remember. We talked about it, I think, at the top of the show. Mike is a lot further into this game than I am. I have only played about an hour, hour and a half. Andy has not started the game yet. Doesn't even. You haven't even bought the game yet. I have
2: not bought the game yet. Um, Doesn't mean I'm not going so to. Gonna, I just
1: haven't done it yet. Yeah. So just for the sake of us and people listening, since we're all in different spots, we're just going to talk very general impressions, spoiler free, about the game, uh, and and see what we think. So, Mike, I'll kind of just let you run with it since you're farther away. Okay. I guess because I I don't know how much I contribute. I could probably just smile a nod to some of the stuff that you're <laughs> talking about, but okay. Anything you want to dive into, spoiler free, generally. Uh, general
0: spoiler free stuff. Um. This is a Star Wars game that I personally have dreamed of happening for a long time. Since the first time I ever played, even Demon Souls, but more so Dark Souls, um, they took that format and at least partially have turned that format into a Star Wars game. Um, this this falls down much more similar to Sekiro in terms of combat. Um, nowhere near is punishingly difficult. Mind you, Um, they knew this was made for a wider audience, so they let you choose your difficulty setting in this game. It's not just a random or not random, but it's not just a set one difficulty setting thing like Sekiro was. Um, And but they also added in, you know, elements of Uncharted with the exploration and the way that you platform around and then they also added in the Metroidvania stuff where you're going to go places in the campaign and you're going to hit roadblocks that you can't pass because you don't have the abilities to pass them that you're going to have to come back to later when you get those abilities. Um, and we're talking on different planets here, so you're really coming back to places to go and find all the different shit that's in there. Um, the, Like I said, the combat, very similar to Sekir- Sekiro... Um, with parrying you don't have a choice of weapons you can customize how the weapon looks how your character looks but the weapon itself you've got a lightsaber you've got the force um and the parrying mechanics are much more forgiving than what you might expect from something like Sekiro and the boss battles so far without getting into what they are or how they are um There is both standard, which you would expect in lightsaber, like lightsaber boss battles. And there's beast boss battles where you're going to run into things that are beasts, I guess is the best way to put them. I don't know, fauna uh, that you have to fight as well. Um, The characters in the game, a lot, a lot of fun. Uh, there's one character in particular named Grease, who is my favorite character. Uh, I'm not going to get into anything about him other than that he's fucking awesome. Um, very cool character. Uh, and the, the, the bad parts about it, um, the map is a little wonky to use. It could use a waypoint system, um, because sometimes finding where you're supposed to go with so many branching paths
2: Almost is like a little bit of a pain. Something like Dead Space did, where they had that little light show
1: you where the next...
0: Yeah, j- j- just anything to tell you which direction to go in
2: uh, would be That nice. was a very
1: useful GPS, Dead Space's map. Like yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. You just hit the thing and it kind of went whoop, and you're like, oh, that hallway.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Literally gave you a line <laughs> on the ground yeah. to follow.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't want something that extensive, <laughs>
2: but... Like, hey, like is it, for like just, for a shitty gamer like me, that's fucking useful, <laughs> alright? I, I get that, and maybe like an option to turn that on or off. Because I like the exploration and finding your way kind of thing. Yeah, but when you get but, fucking all kinds of lost, you need something right. that'll help you. And, and there's I didn't times say I when... used it all the time. It's not like I took three steps and used it, took three steps and used it. <laughs> but like when I got all turned around and like got, you know... Uh, Ambushed by a whole bunch of fuckers that I had to dismember and then, like, figure out, like, well, where the fuck was I headed, you know? Right. Yeah. Nice to hit the button and go, "Ah, ha (laughs) ha.
0: In here, that frustration comes from what I said, like the Metroidvania exploration stuff, where you've already explored an area and you're coming back to go and find the things that you couldn't access before. Um, it can be a bit frustrating, because when the when you're first exploring an area, the map is very useful. Because you're lighting up new areas as you go, and you can tell where you have and have not been. And then you come back, and the whole map is lit up. And you have to remember, where the fuck was that chest? And you have to sit there yeah. and think and be like, well, I have the ability to get into that chest now, but I don't know how to get to it. I remember S- like the setting, but
2: I can't remember exactly where it was. So, is it open... Like. I know it's story driven and it's one player, but is it open world? If you like, let's say you finish this world and you come back to that said world. Is that like then open world free exploration? Well,
0: again, it's all about the abilities you have unlocked. Um, And like I said, I don't want to get into what they are for spoilers. I don't want to get into anything like that, but there is roadblocks that are going to stand in your way at different times. You are free. Once you, like, so there's planets you unlock as you go from place to place in the game. Once you unlock a planet, you can ignore the main quest and come back to that planet as many times as you want. Okay. Um, so, if you're able to progress when you come back with an ability, say, like, you acquire an ability and you think, boy, I could use that here, and then you get there and you can't use it can always just turn around and go back to the ship and say, well, I guess I didn't acquire the ability
1: I needed to pass that. It's like, Andy, I got, I went through like the first level, first opening stuff before you go to your, I just hit my first planet outside of like where you start. Okay. And you land and it basically says, okay, your objective is that way. Have at it and you can just roam around and explore and check out the area but you don't they're they're still trying to point you in that direction but you don't have to go straight there you can look around okay. and get Yeah, you I, can. I wasn't sure if Find it was stuff. just
2: like if it was just like you had a very set path until a certain point when you're off the planet and then you have an option You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it doesn't
1: it doesn't seem that linear.
2: Okay. Okay. I was kind of yeah. hoping that you could sort of planet hop if you wanted to. You know what I mean? Yeah, like the way the story
0: itself plays out is it'll tell you where that is. It'll put a way marker like go here to this planet if you want to continue the story, or go to whatever planet you want. There's there's a hollow table in the ship where you, that pops up and shows you like the different things you have access to. Okay, and there's like a Jedi symbol that pops up to tell you like this is the one that progresses the main storyline. You can go there if you want. Um. Okay. That I like that. uh, Like, I can think of one where I'm not going to say what the planet was or any where I went, what I did, but there was a planet I went to. Like early on in the game, it'll give you a choice. Um, if you've done something, you'll get a choice between two planets. If you choose one of them, you go there, and you progress so far. And then there's an NPC that you encounter that basically tells you, like, you're not powerful enough to continue because you can't get to where you need to to go further. It's basically like, well, you chose this one. You chose wrong. Go back, (laughs) you know, go to the other one. Although there is something really cool to discover on that planet that you can when you go there the first time. Again, not going to spoil what that is, what the planet is, or how to do it, but... It's worth going and exploring it early, anyways, just to find that thing. Um, yeah, like the way the story plays out is great so far, at least. Um, the characters are the the like the game looks beautiful. I'll say that much. It, yeah. it is gorgeous. Yeah. The planets are incredible looking. Exploring these environments is amazing. Um, the only character model that uh, I have come across that looks god-fucking-awful is every Wookiee in the game. Um, <laughs> and I'm not calling saying that there's Wookiees that you're going to run into a spoiler because, like, the first image they ever released of this game, it says you're on Kashyyyk. Um, like, that was, like, the first thing they ever put out for the game. They show you, like, coming up to some thing and it says, like, this location on Kashyyyk. Uh so, if you've seen anything about this game, you've probably seen that image. The Wookiees, I don't know if they just phoned it the fuck in. But, I mean, the Wookiees look like Kodor 2 Wookiees. Like, it's maybe not as bad as the original Old Knights of the Old Republic, but maybe the second one. Yeah. It, it, like, it, they're not good. They're not good. Um, like, it's just, from a distance, they're okay. Like, even from a distance, they're only okay. You get up close, yeah. and you see how... Dude, like, take a look at it when you get there, Brian. All right. Uh, you will notice they look... You're, you're going to be disappointed in that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like, there's so much I want to talk about that because it's spoilers. Obviously, I can't at this time. Um,
1: Do you know how close you are to finishing the game?
0: I have... So... the it's again with the exploration. There is optional bosses and there's main story bosses. So there's some places you'll run into that a boss is just guarding an upgrade that you could or could not acquire. Yeah. Um, or the boss is just there to have a cool boss fight if you want to have it. But you don't have to explore those areas fully and find them to beat the story. Um, okay. So I think optional bosses, I have three to find that I know exist um, from story elements. I mean, I'm avoiding spoilers. Like, I, I, there's three I have discovered, like, wall paintings that point to one I have yeah. found. Um, there's one that another boss refers to when you're fighting them. So I know they're in the game. I know you have to, you can fight them at some point, but it is, like, a side thing. Yeah. Um. And there's another one where you meet like a, so like with beasts in the game, usually like, to me, like if you run into a beast called a lesser something, at some point, uh, this is an assumption on my part, I'm going to run into a greater version of that that's going to be a boss of some kind.
1: Uh, that, right. that's okay.
0: my Because there's a lesser something, I'm not going to get to what it is. I'm assuming there's going to be a greater, bigger, stronger version of that that I have to fight. Yeah. Um, main story bosses, I've heard rumors about the final boss. I know who it is. I know what it is. So I know that exists. And from the story content, I know of at least one more. So I don't know if I only have two left or if there is something else I haven't explored. Um, yeah. I could tell you the name of the boss I just beat, and you'd have no idea who it is because <laughs> it's don't a tell new me character anyway. they introduce. Um, but the boss I just beat—I mean, we're close to the end. I know I'm very close, okay? Um, but I don't know how close.
1: Uh, so right, well, you're, yeah, I, you're definitely going to be way ahead of Andy and I. So I don't know when, like, I don't, if we if we get back to like one of the "What's up with you?" things, we'll check in and see where everybody's at. But as far as like a full spoiler free or like a dive into spoiler review or impression type thing. I feel like we'll have to wait till we're all done, which I don't know when that'll be. Right. Um,
0: I'm, I'm planning myself. Uh, Brian said I could plug, so I'm going to plug now. Um, just earlier today, I posted up the first hour of gameplay from my playthrough on YouTube. Uh, you can find that at Darth space pool on YouTube. Um, and I've been playing it on Twitch. I'm going to be posting up a lot more. You can find me at Darth Pooey on Twitch. Um, I'm also planning on doing a boss ranking video uh, for this to talk about the bosses. It's a popular thing to do with born type games, is uh, put out your opinion on the rankings of the bosses. I'm going to do quality, not difficulty, because I haven't found any of them to be that difficult until the one I just faced. So out of 15 okay. or so bosses, the one I just faced is the first one. Outside of the first boss you run into, there is a... F- well, not the very first one. The very first one's unbeatable. It's a scripted thing. You've experienced that already, Brian. Yeah, you're scripted yeah. to lose, just like all Soulsborne games. That's a thing that actually happens in those games. Is yeah. you're scripted to lose the first time. Um, outside of that one, the first one was pretty difficult because you don't have a lot of force abilities unlocked at that time. Um, yeah. Did you run into that yet? For no, you not haven't the, hit not... any other boss except the scripted loss. No. Okay, yeah, then I won't. But you don't have any abilities really unlocked yet. So dealing with that first boss you're going to run into can be kind of sketchy cuz you're still learning yeah. the mechanics of the game and everything at that time. Um yeah. that was a little bit tough, but the last one was the first one that gave me trouble and actually made me use the parrying system. This it's the, okay. like Okay. All the way to near the end was the first time I felt like shit just attacking this boss and going at it the proper like the way I have with other bosses is not going to work. I'm going to have to parry. Yeah. Um that was the first time that happened. It was the first one with a little bit of difficulty, but it still wasn't that bad. It was like four or five tries and then I was through. Right. Which for Soulsborn games, four or five tries for a near end game boss that's not much. Yeah. Um So yeah. I want to put out that ranking video. I've got some opinions, but
1: I want to get through all the bosses in the game before I start putting that together, so I can know. Um, well, I'll plug one for you too, because I, th- I feel like I've seen you send tweets out about this that you're going through some Star Wars games. Yes, yeah, this whole month, leaning into uh, Rise of Skywalker, I'm going to
0: be playing Star Wars games on Twitch all month long. I may not put all of them up on YouTube, um, because it—I mean, I, I don't think I need to be the ten thousandth person that's uploaded a. Knights of the Old Republic playthrough on YouTube. Yeah, Um, yeah. Don't get me wrong, if 500 people decide to show up and watch me on Twitch play it, I'll upload that to YouTube. (laughs) Um, Because evidently it has rising popularity again or something. But I'm going to play Knights of the Old Republic, Force Unleashed, uh, Republic Commando, Battlefront 2, both the old and the new version. Um, Obviously going to be playing against the PC in the old version because it's not exactly an active online community there. Yeah.
1: Uh and, I don't even think the online works in that original Battlefront 2 anymore, does it? Probably not. I haven't yeah, tried
0: so. to, to be able to say confirm yes or no, but probably not. Um, and I I think just this month on Xbox Live Gold, Jedi Starfighter uh, was put out. I've never played that yes. one. Yeah. So I'm probably gonna hop in and play that for the first time.
1: And then yeah, I had that for PS2. I think.
0: Yeah, I mean that would be the Xbox era, PS2 and yeah. Xbox. So. Uh, any other Star Wars games I play? Uh, we'll see. I do plan on replaying Fallen Order on higher difficulty settings. Uh, first time through, not knowing the mechanics, I took the Jedi Knight setting. Um, which, which did you? Is that what you took? Was,
1: I think that's the default one, right? That's where where they start you. Yeah,
0: that's where they start you. It's like it's Knight yeah. Master and Grandmaster, and yeah, not knowing where it, took yeah. where it was gonna fall. I think maybe Jedi Knight's a little too easy for somebody that's experienced
1: with. Sekiro Dark Souls games like that for you who hasn't played them. Yeah, I haven't, perfect. I haven't played a lot of those games. I haven't played Dark, so- Dark Souls or Sekiro or anything like that. So this is, this is, this is a, a different type of game for me to get used to playing. What I will say so is. I'm giving myself a little bit more forgiving difficulty. The game at different times is
0: going to reinforce the fact that failing is important in a learning process. Don't get frustrated. You're supposed to fail sometimes and learn from it. Yeah. Um. And I can see some areas where that's going to be an issue, but it shouldn't be that bad. Uh, but all around so far, other than bugs, there is some bugs in this game right now. Um, I, I've heard it's much worse on Xbox. I'm not playing on Xbox. I'm playing on PC. So I don't... Yeah, I'm on Xbox. Um, but some of the bugs, like there is some wall clipping issues in places I've had where you're trying to platform and you just fall through a wall. Um... <laughs> It's not fun, but it usually doesn't last. Uh, my game only crashed once, and that was the first day, like, less than an hour into the gameplay,
1: the game crashed. Okay. But since then, hasn't happened again. Yeah, not that I have a lot to go on, but I've, mine ran fine for the first hour and a half or so. You're on a 1X, though, too, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's the thing, is I've heard, like, 1X doesn't
0: have much trouble with it. Okay. Um, But even my PC, I mean, you know i just recently bought this nice awesome pc sometimes the frame rate yeah. is chugging a little bit because of how uh it's only in the cutscenes that my frame rate chugs okay during actual gameplay yeah. i haven't had any frame rate issues um but so I actually had to like turn it down during times i think a cutscenes coming down to 45 so that it okay tends not to do that um but it, it's all around the most fun i've had playing a star wars game in a long time Um, wielding a lightsaber feels much more fluid and natural than I think it does in Battlefront with the hero characters because they really didn't they weren't they weren't focused on like that single player aspect of wielding a lightsaber with Battlefront yeah so it feels a little wonky at times there um and yeah I'm, I'm just looking forward to the whole month of playing Star Wars games I guess the only one I didn't mention was Jedi Knight Jedi Academy I'm gonna play that too um
1: i told i told you on twitter i'll jump into some battlefront 2 with you at some point yeah i'm down for that uh of course i still really like that game a lot
0: i yeah let me know i'd probably jump in too excellent we will have a super friends
1: battlefront night uh we'll see if we if we want to brave the elements and actually play other people or just do the four-player co-op against the computer i mean i don't mind playing other people in battlefront that's I like I don't get
0: frustrated when I lose at a Star Wars game cuz I'm still just enthralled with like being in the Star Wars universe the whole time. Yeah. But I know like at this point it's probably a lot of dedicated Battlefront players on there that kick the
1: shit out of you. I mean, I feel like it's it's getting like some of the audience is coming back. So well. it might not be as bad as we think, but I I don't know. I I definitely feel like I've had more fun just playing the computer like playing the co-op stuff against the computer. Okay. Plus it's a good way to like level up characters and stuff if you're if you're lower rank. Um, the only problem is, I don't like, it doesn't cover anything but Clone Wars era stuff right now. Oh. So it's only Clone Wars maps, Clone Wars team, like, uh, the and droids, that's it. That's fair enough. I mean, so I'm sure they'll add stuff later, but for right now, that's all that's in there. So frustrates me that they haven't added Ahsoka yet.
0: Yeah. Like, it, all these things that like we've never had a playable version of Ahsoka in a video game as far as I know. Yeah. That would be awesome. I would love to get that, but.
1: Still waiting. Yeah, I'm waiting to, waiting to hear what kind of Rise of Skywalker stuff they're going to put in there, too. Because you know that content's coming. Yeah, and if they release it ahead of the movie, I'm
0: going to avoid it. Because I remember... I think it'll be the weekend of... When they did it... Well, when they did it for Rogue One, it's the last time I played any of the stuff they put out ahead of a movie, because it spoiled a lot of things in Rogue One for me, because they put it out like a month before. Yeah. And I played... You know I mean, like...
1: I'm going to say the Rogue One. You're playing one. the Battle of Scarif before you see the
0: Battle of Scarif. Yeah. Like, you're getting all this information about Scarif, and it's like, damn it. Like, at the same time, it was fun. And you're seeing Jin. Like, they gave Jin the gun that she doesn't even use in the movie. That has, yeah. like, the sniper setting and the pistol setting. And it's like, are they communicating that that's not what she used? I don't know. Um, but, yeah. Like, it was um, a little bit of spoilery to play it beforehand. So, I'm hoping they wait at least until the movie launches. To uh, put out stuff for Rise of Skywalker.
1: Um, Andy, you think you're getting Fallen Order sometime soon? Uh, hopefully, soonish. Okay. Yeah, I we'll want to try to dive back in with everybody and catch up and see where we're at, updated impressions, that kind of thing. I can't wait to see how you
0: handle the bosses because I know you've been hesitant because of the difficulty, like, aura attached to Dark Souls
2: yeah i was i was hoping it wasn't so bad yeah it's not because i wanted to try that Sekiro game but it sounds like it's pretty hard so i i sort of stayed away from it i'm just interested to see how you feel about the boss battles
0: and stuff after you get to them um like if you really struggle with this obviously dark souls is not for you but maybe if you don't have so much trouble maybe you can finally hop into probably my personal favorite franchise of the past generation so See how that goes. Yeah, we'll
1: have to see. Yeah, I like I said, I'm too, I'm not too far in right now, so I'm I'm I definitely want to play more and see how I adapt to this style. Deflecting
0: blasters is pretty fucking fun, though, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I have done a little bit of that. That's fun. Yeah. Um, any other last minute thoughts, Andy? Any questions for Mike on the game? Um, I don't think so. I uh, the
2: only other question I have for Mike is uh, one of my favorite. Yeah, Star Wars game franchises were, were the uh, the space simulation ones. X-Wing Alliance, X-Wing versus TIE Fighter, uh, yeah. and X-Wing. I was just curious if you're going to do any of those, stream those. I'm assuming they're on Steam. That's just an assumption.
0: I mean, if they're on Steam and somebody wants to see them, I'll check it out. Um, if they're not on Steam and I can't get them, um, obviously not. Because I don't have right, a way right. to stream off of anything except a xbox one or pc um it also depends on how much they're asking for them on steam because sometimes you look at older games and the price is reasonable like five dollars and sometimes you look and it's like 25 dollars or 30 and i'm like yeah like i'm not doing i don't know how often
1: they do it but i've seen a lot of those games packaged in like the humble bumbles humble bundles yeah you can get sometimes
0: a bunch of them together
1: yeah um so so i know i've seen like the x-wing versus tie fighter franchise stuff x-wing and tie fighter and all that stuff yeah. has has been bundled together pretty cheap.
0: Yeah, I mean, if uh, if I spot it on there, just send me a list of the names of them, so I can know all wh- exactly which ones to search for, and uh, give me like a list of like in order which one you want to see played because I only
1: do have a month here. So, I, I know the one that I, 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 I always loved that that uh, was as far as I know just on GameCube was Rogue Squadron. Well, I mean, the first Rogue Squadron was 64. Well, Rogue Squadron was 64, but they did... What What the hell was the second... Rogue Squadron... Was it Re- Rebel Assault? Yeah. Or Rogue Leader. Sorry, Rogue Leader was the second one on GameCube, and then Rebel Assault was the third one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Rogue Leader was fucking great. I love that game. Well, th- those weren't what he
0: was talking about, but yeah, I would definitely play those again. Isn't Jedi Starfighter like that? Like what Dandy was talking about? Like the turn-based... Similar,
1: yeah. ...kind of thing? Turn-based? I mean, it's not not turn based no
0: it isn't no
1: jedi starfighter is more like rogue squadron it looked like it was turn based when i looked at the preview of it yeah it's not okay yeah that one that one i know i've played it it's not it's it's a flight sim ish for console like arcade flighty for console you're in ships all the time flying around blowing stuff up
0: okay good enough um well in that case yeah i'll look it up um it like the original rogue squadron or those ones there if they're on steam i would play those too um
1: yeah i wonder if they ever hit pc
0: i didn't think they, they would a lot of been, nintendo stuff be doesn't because those were exclusive to nintendo right so a lot of the time you can't find those things
1: i got to dish out my gamecube man i got to i got to play that game
0: it's been a long time since i played a lot of them like
1: i was considering yeah. like the
0: one i'm considering downloading too that I may or may not, because I remember it fondly, but I also remember the last time I replayed it, it was not as good as I remembered it. <laughs> it's it Shadows of the Empire. Um, oh, yeah. Like, I remember it very fondly, but then, like, I, last time I played it, the controls were so fucking awful. It is it is clunky. Um, But I do remember it as something that I enjoyed, so I may. Yeah. If I get through all the other stuff. So I'm going to look up, like, what Andy said.
1: Yeah, you got a big-ass list ahead of you. Well,
2: I have a lot of time. You know, <laughs> I guess like the the prime one I would I would want to see would be X Wing Alliance, X Wing Alliance, uh, okay. which is I think is the final one in that sort of game franchise. That it's also the newest right. one, because there was X Wing, which started out on like the old. You had to have like six of the. Uh, floppy disks to load in your computer. <laughs> of those. Yeah, and then X-Wing versus TIE Fighter, I think, was CD-ROM, and then X-Wing Alliance was also CD-ROM.
1: I think you missed... There was TIE Fighter after X-Wing. Yeah, and, and then there was X-Wing, X-Wing versus, versus TIE, TIE, TIE Fighter, Fighter. Yeah. yeah. Alright, Star Wars X-Wing
0: Alliance looks like it's 10 bucks. It is
1: on there. Because I feel like I remember, Andy, you had X-Wing, and yeah. then I had TIE Fighter, right. and then I went to your house for X-Wing versus TIE Fighter. Yeah, I mean, hey, we'll try it.
2: We'll see. You how may it goes. need to get one of those joyst- like those joysticks, like the flight sim joysticks. Okay,
1: well... Yeah, using using a mouse is terrible. Oh, it's for those fucking games.
2: so hard with a mouse.
0: Well, in that case, maybe maybe I will try it. What about a controller?
2: You might be able to do it. Contro- if you yeah, throw, yeah, like, a controller, yeah, controller probably work better. Xbox controller. Yeah, right that's why I play with it now,
0: anyways, on PC. I very rarely play with a keyboard.
2: Yeah,
1: you. Because, like, be if you okay have to, s- like. Because, like, you, you have know, to, dog fights, Yeah, you have to dog fight a lot. Fly around. So you, have to, you have to spin okay. and fly. You don't want to be constantly pulling the mouse down and down. Yeah, and you, down. you're constantly like.
0: Can we do that again?
1: Podcast can't see it, but Andy is furiously waving his hands around. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'll throw that in there on the list. And, we, like I said, I think Shadows of the Empire. Um, some of the Rogue Squadron games, it's going to depend on how much I get through. Um, yeah. As long Ooh. as people keep watching and want to see these games, I will keep playing Star Wars while it's hot. I got know? a great
2: one for you. Atari Star Wars. You know, that one, <laughs> um, I don't
0: know how to find Like, I can search Atari Star Wars, but I don't think that's going to turn up like a specific thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah the only things from atari that are on steam there's the atari vault which i don't know if that includes star wars or not i would have to take
1: a look here and then there's like three other things that were atari games um mike what you have to do is tease them now and then come july when replay comes back Bring a mobile webcam and stuff with you and broadcast Twitch from your phone at the arcade cabinet. Yeah,
2: we'll get a bright guy and a Super Friends GoPro and we'll just <laughs> we'll go pro and replay effects, baby. <laughs>
0: if you want to do that, I am all for it. Um <laughs> Track and field all day. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, track and field on oh, Twitch. No. You go. I am terrible at that. <laughs> you know what? That's the point though. That's that's the fun part is watching just, people fail. That's probably, just, I think like half of Twitch's business is from watching you're people just fail.
2: Slapping the cabinet at that point. You're just like <laughs> it fucking works. I don't care.
0: Bring bring your electric toothbrush. Let's do it. <laughs> um yeah, I, I mean, it's not in there on the uh Atari, whatever this was called, Atari Vault. It's not a part of that, unfortunately. Star Raiders is, but not Star Wars.
2: I bet that's the
1: next best thing. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) (laughs) Um... How
2: about Star Wars for Nintendo? Regular Nintendo. That game was fucking hard. That was awful. It's not
1: awful. It's just hard. hard.
0: Again, it's Nintendo, and a lot of those games aren't going to turn up PC purchase.
1: All right. Well, you, you've got a you've got a laundry list of stuff ahead of you, so you got a you got a lot to look forward to. Yeah, I mean that's the idea. I want to play through them all,
0: get as many of these games completed as I can. Some of them I may not even complete. Some of them, I mean, I, I'm offering no promises on full completion of certain ones. Oh like, yeah,
1: for the amount of time you have, I don't think it'll happen. But
0: Knights of the Old Republic and Force Unleashed are going to be the first two I do. Um, those I will. You're I, doing
1: both Force Unleashed or just the first one? Just the first. one. I was going to ask if you're going to do the
0: the second one. You didn't care for the second one. No, I don't want to lose followers. God, that second one... <laughs> second one was awful, in my opinion. Um, oh, I
2: never played the second one. I only played... It wasn't great, Probably but about,
0: still, I didn't, about was,
1: a, I didn't think it was... I didn't think it was that fourth
2: terrible. One-fourth
0: of the first one, so... First one, I still enjoy the hell out of. I still have a lot of fun with that. Yeah. Um, Knights of the Old Republic, if people are watching, I'll let you guys get your votes in when the time comes. Uh, going light side, dark side. How am I going to handle the situation? Dark, dark am I gonna side. Be a, dickhead the whole time or am i gonna be a hashtag dar- see,
1: hashtag dark side with with a name like darth pole i feel like your decision is already made yeah hashtag ah. and you know i don't know maybe maybe not hashtag red light i will do it
0: <laughs> i mean don't get me wrong like i will like candor and uh hk 47 will be my crew i will go full dark side <laughs> hashtag uh, give into the hate <laughs> why not I'll be an asshole to hashtag Bastilla let it and she'll still be like, I love you <laughs> um, I'm all for it uh, and yeah I mean that's really all we got going on I did make like a cool thing now if you follow me on Twitch uh, for this month you're gonna get to see your name in ancient Sith text right on screen there um, it's gonna show your name as a follower <laughs> in Sith text not your actual uh, English I'm gonna unfollow so I
1: can follow again there you
0: go Go for it. (laughs) Um, I think somebody did that yesterday. Actually, Uh, somebody from the (laughs) Destiny Clan popped in to see what was up, and they saw that. Like, I they asked what that was about, and I told them on stream. And I'm pretty sure like they were already a follower, and then I seen like, oh, they followed, and it changed the thing. I'm like, I think they did that just to see. I'm pretty. I'm pretty (laughs) sure that's what happened, unless I was mistaken about them being a follower. Uh, But I did. I I created a whole new Star Wars layout, uh, for the month for my stream. Um, it's pretty sweet. Did it myself. First time I actually created a stream layout for myself. So, cool. Um, I encourage you guys to check that out since I'm sure you guys haven't as of yet. Since I'm yeah, haven't no watched have it on so YouTube, I'll, I'll check. Um, but there is one up on YouTube now. You guys can check out. I'll send that to you so you can see it, make it easier. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm hyped for Rise of Skywalker,
1: and I'm gonna live a month of Star Wars. It's a good month to be had. Hell yeah. Um all right, I think that's it for us then, right? Nothing nothing else to uh end with, check with. I think we're good. Uh I don't think so. Alright, cool, cool. Um Alright, so if you've enjoyed the show, please leave us a five star rating and review. Make sure you follow, subscribe, wherever you listen to us at, Spotify, iTunes, Google, any of that stuff. Uh as always you can find us on Facebook. Search Brag Guy and his super friends or go to Facebook.com slash brag guy uh, you can send us questions, comments, topics, suggestions, any of that stuff there. You can try to email us, superfriends at gmail.com. I say try. It'll work. We just might not see it. Uh, you can tweet us at bgsuperfriends on Twitter. That we will most likely see. And on behalf of Andy, Mike, and myself, thank you for listening, and we will talk to you next time.